Hey guys, I'm Amber Wagstaff. I'm Megan Williams. And today we will be talking about the ketogenic diet, but first... Um, we have a pre and post test for you, ladies and gentlemen listening. So if you want to do us a huge favor and pause this podcast and go ahead and click the link that we've provided along with the podcast and take a pre-test and then send it to us. That way we'll have a way to measure how much information you're getting from us and then afterwards you can you can retake it. Perfect. See you soon. All right. So um, as Amber said, um, our topic today is on the ketogenic diet. So in this podcast, we'll be covering the definition of the ketogenic diet, which is also known as the keto diet. Um, some call it the KD, um, and some possible benefits as well as risks involved. Uh, by the end of this podcast, you will be able to define what the ketogenic diet is according to A&D, which is the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. You will list uh, benefits for those prescribed the ketogenic diet, and you will also be able to list common risks associated with the ketogenic diet. Um, and so let me tell you a little bit about the ketogenic diet is essentially a high fat, low carbohydrate diet. Um, described as high fat would be 80% <laughs> or more of the calories for the day. Yeah. And then what about like low carb? What is that considered usually? Low carb would be 20%. Okay. Of, of your daily calories. 20% daily calories. Right. 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 Okay. So what would some of the mechanisms be or the way that the ketogenic diet affects your body? How, how can we... Well, because your body relies on carbohydrates mm -hmm. uh, for energy, your body, or more specifically your brain, because your brain uses so much energy, will break down the carbohydrate and use the glucose as its source of energy. But when it is supplied a limited amount of carbohydrate, as with the ketogenic diet, then the brain essentially goes into starvation mode. Mm -hmm. Once your brain goes into starvation mode, it will rely on fat, really the breakdown of fat, which the breakdown produces ketones, and those ketones will then be used as a substitute for the glucose for its source of energy. Okay, so as a substitute for glucose, meaning it uses ketones for energy to keep the brain working and your body alive, right? right rather than using carbohydrates. Right, because in the standard mechanism, in the efficient mechanism to give you the most max amount of energy, your body or your brain will use carbohydrate or glucose. Gotcha. Uh, and carbohydrate and glucose is the same thing. It's just it's forms when it's been broken down. So. Right. Uh, but this the keto. This is why the ketogenic diet was created or used in the first place is for um, persons or with diseases or disorders, uh, specifically where seizures are present are present because the brain fails to properly derive uh, the fuel from glucose. So then right. in those cases, specifically like I said, in cases with seizures, their bodies more efficiently use fat than glucose, and so that, those are special cases. Now, originally, though, when you said there are disorders that are related to uh, seizures, 
Yeah. Isn't it true that it was specifically for pediatric patients? Correct. Not just, not adults. They started it for pediatric patients, especially because it's not a long-term diet necessarily. Right. And specifically Mm -hmm. pediatric patients who have epilepsy is one of the Mm -hmm. most common ones. Mm -hmm. But um, pediatric or children who have seizures or experience seizures. Right. And seizures, like, can you... So, yeah, so seizures are, in a simplified idea of seizures, so it's happening in your brain, seizures are a result of bursts of electrical activities, so, you know, like a storm of electricity going through your brain, and that is why, essentially, someone ends up having a seizure. So, the ketones have been found to inhibit or stop or calm that storm of electrical activity in the brain, which and it helps protect against all of the misfirings. And those ketones that are protecting the brain are from the fat, right? The breakdown. Right. The breakdown of exactly. the fat. And yes. so that ketone, okay, is what is protecting. Perfect. In the case of a seizure. Right. So. So what are some? We're gonna go over some benefits first. So the so seizures so protective measures against seizures is one of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in critical or critically obese patients, um, those who may not even just be obese but have other medical conditions as well, mm-hmm. uh, they will be treated with a ketogenic diet short term as well as this diet is a short term diet. So. Um, Sometimes it will be used as a treatment for obesity, not a general weight loss approach. So someone, say, that has been introduced to the ketogenic diet by a friend or by the internet and has been, it's been suggested to them perhaps that they should go on this diet in order to lose weight, you know, say 10, 15, 20 pounds, something like that. They're not really at risk for for any other uh, obesity-induced medical issues. Yes, any other any other diseases or issues associated with being overweight. So would we say then that's probably not the best idea for them? Right. Okay. Like, this is not your sustainable weight loss approach or tactic because uh, the diet itself, the high-fat, low-carb diet itself, is not one that gives you the greatest amount of energy Mm -hmm. which is one reason why it's not sustainable but it's also not sustainable because of you know the food itself oftentimes Mm -hmm. people are not going about the diet the correct way having Mm -hmm. loads of cheese bacon Mm -hmm. all the saturated fats all yeah so then they cause other issues for themselves so that's another uh reason why it's not a great weight loss tactic is it's associated with a lot of risks. Right. And and essentially as we said, your body is your your body's going into a starvation mode. So you can imagine how long can your body really sustain a starvation mode? Right. And the biggest reason why patients that have been prescribed the ketogenic diet are okay on this on in this starvation mode utilizing the ketones is because they are supervised by healthcare professionals. And, and on a regular basis, right? So they have to check in. Every, when they're really young, then they check in, you know, every month. But as they are a little bit older in age, still usually children, they're checking in every three to six months. And after that, 
they're only on the diet for know. max a uh, several years. Right. And so they are eventually weaned off of it. Right. And I, and and it does it is like being prescribed medication. You have to be weaned off of it. You can't just decide, okay, I'm done. I'm just gonna start loading up on carbohydrates and lowering my fat intake. It, it you need to have liberalize it exactly until it becomes you know the standard exactly recommended diet. So, so I've also heard about. The ketogenic diet being used for management of type 2 diabetes mellitus, is that something? Yeah, it actually, so this diet, although it's a low carbohydrate diet, um, so it is a low glycemic uh, index diet, Mm -hmm. so therefore it creates steady steady glucose levels. So, so in this case, it's only used for type type 2 diabetes management in the uncontrolled scenario in the uncontrolled time once you have managed the blood sugar levels not the diet itself not the diabetic diet but once you have controlled your blood sugar levels as a person with type 2 diabetes then you will switch to the more manageable sustainable for the sake of energy for the sake of long-term term longevity you will then switch to like a diabetic diet there right. is their own diabetic diet which they are followed by health healthcare professionals just the same right so you're saying then it is it is utilized in some cases of type 2 diabetes patients however it's really only if it's an uncontrolled state of diabetes and once it's controlled then they can go back to managing it in a more traditional uh, diabetic diet way which still again includes carbohydrates mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. we still need carbohydrates just more of brain. a balance right. and more of a pair um with it, it doesn't accentuate or it doesn't remove, remove mm-hmm. your carbohydrate right and you it doesn't have such high, fa- high to, fat either right. so then i mean high fat because of the fats that the ketogenic diet when done the right way emphasizes mm-hmm. that's why they're they're okay they as in people who have the who participate in the ketogenic diet when they are uh when they are followed closely or monitored by a healthcare professional then they are sure to be including the correct fats and not essentially hurting themselves by overdoing on saturated fat which would then put you at risk for cardiovascular disease mm-hmm. but sometimes this diet the ketogenic diet is used to improve cardiovascular disease risks because hmm. in what way? Because they in just that way focus on the correct or the proper, the healthier fats because not all fats are equal. Which is interesting, right? Because if you're increasing your good fats, which are your monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats, right? Then that is combating the bad ones. Right. Too. And that's just just as well. Um, you could go on another more sustainable diet like the Mediterranean diet, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Which emphasizes that specifically your good fats and things which is, has been shown and proven to help with all those uh, risks right. right so when talking about people who aren't necessarily following the diet properly um, they are like we said having a lot of cheese a lot of bacon they're not having mm-hmm. having a lot, a of, lot of red saturated in general fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and so I don't know if you're like what the depth of LDL HDL ratio is but the good fat and the bad fat can combat each other Mm -hmm. so um, that's where this diet utilizes 
okay. the fat in such a way in with the care of a healthcare professional. Right. Or the monitoring of. Uh, because there are so many different risks too mm-hmm. with this diet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something known as the keto flu. Yeah. And uh, when does that occur usually? The keto flu will be you'll experience it in the first four to ten days of being in the state of ketosis. Mm-hmm. And so I mean we all know what unfortunately the flu consists of dehydration dips in energy supply the dips in energy supply will cause you to be lethargic have depressed mood or irritability and this is um this was explained in the fact that the body can't efficiently use the fat for energy that's why your body prefers the carbohydrate or glucose is because it can't efficiently um it can't efficiently use that or uptake derive fuel from it Mm -hmm. I do have to say there are some people that have told me, well, you know, I've tried the ketogenic diet. Obviously, they have tried it just to try it. They have no need to be prescribed it. But they have actually told me that for a while they actually felt better. However, if that happens, and of course we all have different body types, if that happens, it's probably more likely that you're just focusing on better foods in general. It doesn't mean it's sustainable. And it, it's, again, you're probably focusing on the better fats for you as well. So you're intaking, maybe intaking things in your diet that you weren't before that you actually needed and you, and you didn't know. Because you've now modified your diet. Right. Like any modification is going to cause a change in your energy, mm-hmm. the, how you feel, the yeah. way your body's working. Exactly. So it is a temporary thing. That is also, like we said, or keep saying that this diet is a temporary diet. Because mm-hmm. if you did temporarily feel like you had more energy, let me tell you that is not <laughs> going to be in a couple years. You will not. <laughs> you, you won't. Maybe even in a, a couple few days. months. <laughs> but also, you you might be feeling that way because I mean I don't like being constipated, but this diet will cause you mm-hmm. sometimes to be constipated because fat slows your digestion. So if you're not digesting quickly, then everything's just kind of sitting with you. Yeah. And then you know you just kind of like let it go, but right. you can't. You gotta constipation and you don't have the fiber as much fiber because you thought oh no I've got to cut out all of my carbohydrates or I got to have low carbohydrates so that means I can only have this bag of chips instead of this apple wait what you mean you can't have fiber without having carbohydrates blasphemy I'm here to let you know that you can get your great sources of fiber and your great sources of carbohydrate that should never be cut out from fruits, from vegetables, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even your complex carbohydrates, your your whole grain, which people think, oh, no, you have to stay away from all those carb- complex right. carbohydrates, but those will keep you full longer. You'll eat less, I promise. But <laughs> a lot of times the decrease in fiber, increase in fat will cause one to be constipated on this diet as well, and you'll find yourself along with those other flu symptoms, having a headache or muscle cramps. Right. And that's just not fun. It's and not... then I, I I feel that it must be an obvious ending to having all these risks and possibly having nutrient deficiencies, right? So right. There's going to be, you know, micronutrients, you know, the things that aren't proteins, carbohydrates, and fats that we still need in our body that we're not going to be getting. Like calcium, vitamin Mm -hmm. D, iron, probiotics. Mm -hmm. And the probiotics, again, your gut health is seriously affected by this diet. However, I do want to 
make a point to say if you are prescribed this diet because you have a disorder that incorporates seizures in your daily life those are going to be minor in comparison to the seizures seizures. and the impact those seizures have on your those risks are going to be worth it feeling a little yucky here and there also you would be working closely with not just a physician but a registered dietitian so nutrient deficiencies you wouldn't have to worry about so much they're going to make sure you're covered in all your bases so if you yeah so if you if you're being prescribed this diet and maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking oh i definitely shouldn't do that because they're saying it's bad it's not a good or bad thing it's a time and place it's it's appropriate for that person exactly right right because every body is different and we all have different diseases or you know disorders or issues or conditions or functions with our bodies so just because joe schmo is doing it does not Mm -hmm. mean that jane doe needs to do it too (laughs) (laughs) it's not a fad and it's not just it's not going to make you trendy right it's about what is best for your your individual body body. and you know what what about any any specific organs that are going to be affected by this diet uh, aside from your um blood vessels with the CBD risk, Mm -hmm. uh, you can also... Cardiovascular disease. Cardiovascular disease, CBD, yes. You might or could potentially get kidney damage just from this diet alone because this diet will cause high amounts of nitrogen excretion, which is just, it's a compound that your body will have to filter. And so Mm -hmm. it's extra filtering that your kidneys are going to have to do extra work and that could cause them to burn out. It could cause damage on them. And kidney damage is very severe as well as I mean just along with any organ damage it's not one to play with no so um, that's another severe risk of the ketogenic diet another risk is that you you risk being socially isolated I mean (laughs) I mean you go out to eat or you're like no we can't go out to eat there because they don't have my ketogenic my keto cheese you know what I mean like (laughs) but like will you have friends though (laughs) that is the question question. (laughs) maybe 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 will you see them I don't know so, you know, in, in conclusion to all of this, like what's all said and done is everybody's different, everything in moderation, the ketogenic diet, yes, it works. It works for what it was designed to work for. To the medically mm-hmm. induced. Exactly. <laughs> to help those that have disorders that result in seizures and specifically with children, right, pediatrics, but some adults will still continue to use it if they have seizures, and that's fine. That is, but it'll 100%. be a more liberal form. That's right. the thing. It's, yes, it's, it's not a strict. Uh, it's got to be essentially, eventually liberalized mm-hmm. because it is not sustainable. Right, and it, and it's again, it's being, uh, it's being watched by mm-hmm. medical professionals, monitored, monitored by health, health, your healthcare team. So, so please don't try to use it as your go-to weight loss. You know, lose 10 pounds here and there. Let's just go on the keto forever. Let's not do Because you don't want to see that. those 10 pounds again next week. Yeah, you will. You, you absolutely you will. And you don't want to. So right. let's not put ourselves through all of that. Right. So you're going to you're gonna lose friends, right? Because you can't <laughs> eat out. <laughs> you're going to lose your kidneys. <laughs> you're going to lose your kidneys. <laughs> you know, and then you're just going to gain. You're, you're going to lose flu. and you're going to gain, you know. You're going to lose all those things and you're going to gain more weight. Yep. I mean, <laughs> because of the depression of the social isolation, <laughs> the flu that it causes, the keto flu. Then there, you change your diet again, and then it's all bad. Just, it's all bad. So unless you have things, seizures and a, health, and a registered dietitian on board with you, then this diet may not be for you. However, right. if you are 
very adamant about trying it out, mm -hmm. just talk to your just talk to a registered dietitian. Yes. And you all have access to a registered dietitian, especially if you do have uh, health insurance, which I believe we should, right? We should. <laughs> we all should. We should. So you can ask your physician, you know, I I would like to be referred to a dietitian and you have that right and you should definitely take advantage of that. Um, and definitely don't ask your physician necessarily about specific nutrition questions. They'll um, give you what they they're, can. They're not the professional in that in this in this case. But they'll happily refer you to someone who is a a professional in right. this area, which would be your registered dietitian. And I say we say registered dietitian multiple times because your nutritionist or the person who's a nutritionist on the internet that you've right, heard agent. of or come across, they have not had the proper or intensified <laughs> level of education. education right. And not only education, but experience through school, internship, all that kind and of And if we stuff. didn't mention it before, we are um, dietetic students, so we will do the best we can with helping um, if any other questions, if we have, if there's any questions, you can comment um, where this podcast has been posted, and we will do our very best. And please don't forget to take your post-test. Yes, and actually send it to us. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, once you submit, we should be able to see your results from there, so just go ahead and take a quick minute. Um, it should be the same test as the pre-test that you took again just to make sure that we covered everything to see um that it was properly relayed and all that good stuff yeah. so just a couple minutes and um that pre-test or post-test should be good to go thank you so much for Thanks listening for to this time. podcast we hope that we helped you we hope that we introduced you to the ketogenic diet in the right way and if you've already heard about it we hope that we've cleared some information up for you and again if there's any other questions please let us know okay thank you thanks